Hey yo, it's the Chico and Debbie in the building. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Business Key Podcast with your host Ochiko and Debbie. Happy New Year. And on today's podcast, we'll be talking about how you can make extra income in 2024. Over to you, So today we'll be looking at 25 side hustle ideas to make extra money in 2024. This is from a blog that's on Shopify. So we'll run through the list and I'm sure there's many, many ideas that's going to help you to make some extra income. So before we delve into that, what are your thoughts generally about side hustles? Uh, generally, yes, yeah, it's, it's a good thing, you know, make some extra money. I've heard of, you know, side hustles becoming, you know, the main, like people earning so much money from side hustles that it became like a main source of income. So yeah, very beneficial and uh, yeah, very useful. And yourself? Yeah, same. I think it's it's good to have something that you do for yourself outside of your your main work, if you can, or just have another way to have a second or third, etc. source of income is a really good especially you know i know for most for most companies particularly around the christmas period a lot of people tend to get paid quite early in december but then you don't get paid again until the end of january so it's quite a long period of time to stretch out that money and of course you have christmas which is very expensive so having things like a side hustle a second income it's just great to like sort of bridge that bridge the gap in times like that I can imagine, yeah, many, yeah, that would be very handy to a lot of people if they were able to get some extra money, especially in January when, uh, yeah, like you said, there's a massive gap between December pay, which I think is typically a bit earlier, isn't it? December yeah, pay and so January the pay. second week of December, perhaps. Yeah, and then January, because January is like five weeks, so, yeah. Yeah, January always seems like an endless month, so, yeah. yeah, if you can find ways to have extra income, it's definitely useful. Yeah, it's a big uh, win. But yeah, all year round, really. I mean, if you want to do things like go on holiday, you know, it, might, it just might be helpful to maybe get a better hotel or extra spending money, do more activities. I think just having another source of income is just useful in many different regards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Or if, you, or if you're like saving, saving for something as well. Yeah. Or you just want to, you know, want to ball out, you know. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, let's go through the list. So what we'll do is we'll go through, we'll go through the first 10 and then maybe pick out some honourable mentions and then we'll post like the full list on, on social media. Yeah, so I think there's a full list of about 25. So check out our socials at Business Key Pod on Instagram and TikTok for the full list. Okay, so so number one was monetize a YouTube channel. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. I think a lot of people are on YouTube these days and definitely seems to be a great way to make money. Also, I think some people might think, oh, it's saturated, but I don't think that's, the, that's true. There's people that are starting channels every day and are becoming successful from it. So I think as long as you are consistent, you have a good video content, good ideas. Yeah, I think you can do really well. So I think that's a great idea. What do you think? Yes, likewise as well. And, um, you know, in terms of like the, you know, the benefits that can come from it as well, from in terms of building a community as well, is also fantastic as well. That can lead to lots of other opportunities as well. So definitely a good one. Yeah. What's next? Uh, second would be sell digital products. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. And funnily enough, I've actually been seeing on TikTok a lot of people talking about selling digital products recently. So, what, what could we give some examples of digital yeah, products? So yeah. So, usually, what people do is um, they might have a platform. So, it, it could be on social media, like Instagram, or they could have a website, or they could, you know, be on whatever other social media platform. And they have a niche. So the niche could be they're into uh, gym, fitness. They could be into, I don't know, fixing cars. 
They could be, you know, maybe an expert when it comes to increasing following on social media. So what these people tend to do is they create digital products, which could be online courses. It could be eBooks. It could be e-guides and then they sell it. So you could perhaps purchase a fitness guide from someone who you think has a great physique and they seem to have really great workouts and nutrition. So you could purchase their digital product, which could be an ebook. It could be a nutritional guide. You know, you could have someone who, like I said, is an expert in social media and therefore they have digital guides on how to maximize, how to grow your audience, etc. So those are some examples of digital products. Yeah, it makes sense. Also, there's that cookbooks as well, isn't it? Cookbooks, yeah. if like someone's like a keen cook and have you um, have you ever purchased a digital product or have you ever been interested in purchasing one yes i've i've purchased some courses yeah i've definitely purchased some some products yeah um yourself no i haven't actually but did you find the guy that you purchased useful um yeah i found it very useful and uh yeah it definitely helped me on my journey so yeah i've definitely seen the benefits of it and i can definitely see how it can help okay what's next on the list Becoming an in real life or online tutor. Oh yeah, I think that's a great idea if you have a knowledge base. Yeah, definitely being a tutor, I think is a good idea. It could also be very rewarding as well, particularly if you're helping young people with a, you know, let's say for example, you're a maths tutor or something, that could be really helpful. Or even if it's helping someone with an instrument or helping someone with a language, I think that's a very good one. What do you think? Um, Yeah, for a language, I had a um, personal tutor a couple of years ago. So, but then also like in terms of like, you know, usually it's like a class, but when you're able to get that one one on one time, you can have like more, you can ask more questions and you can just get more personalized study. So I found it really, really valuable, really, really useful. So I used to like um, pay for that. And was that online or was that in person? Yeah, it was online. It was online. Yeah, I had, I had quite a few tutors actually. Um, and yeah, I, I did that online and yeah, it was it was uh, super useful for me. So yeah, so certainly there's definitely lots of people making money from it. And for me, it was very beneficial. So fourth on the list is delivering packages. So that would be like, for example, Amazon, calling it here Amazon Flex, but I don't think it's called that in this country, but they have some kind of Amazon delivery service. So yeah, that's definitely, I've got a friend that does that. Okay, as a side hustle? As a side hustle, yeah. Okay. So he does like some extra hours, the Amazon delivery. So yeah, it's, it's um, lucrative, yeah. Next one is starting a podcast. Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> starting a podcast like social media and blogging has become a staple product. Yeah, so starting a podcast is one. But what what do you think about that as a in terms of a side hustle? Yeah, it's probably something that builds money over time. It's probably not immediate. So I think maybe yeah. some of some of these on the list are kind of something that's like straight away. Yeah. And some of these are ones that are more like it's good, but it's probably something that like kind of over time it's it a compounds. Long, longer term thing. Yeah, yeah I was thinking it's more the of a same thing. thing. So podcasts, yeah. I think, is probably more of a longer term play. Yeah. Where over time, yeah, then sure. I I agree. I think podcasting, probably YouTube as well. Mm. You may not necessarily see immediate returns. So if you're looking for a side hustle that will give immediate, you know, money or guaranteed income every time you do that side hustle these are probably not the best ones. These are probably, like you said, more long-term, you know, if you can find a niche or find an area that you really enjoy, you'll build an audience, you'll build a community over time, and then you can make money off of it over time. And it, it might be very rewarding, but if you're looking for something that's going to give you immediate money, um, like you said, the Amazon delivery. Yeah, tutor uh, one as well. Tutoring and mm. the digital products is probably going to provide you with more immediate returns rather than the podcasting. But it is a good one. I would probably say maybe do it more so if you if it's something that you're really passionate about or really interested in. 
rather than just as a purely as a way to make money because with these sorts of things you have to be consistent you have to be engaging and it's going to be a lot easier to do that if you really are, are passionate about what you're talking about yeah yeah absolutely that makes sense um and then number six is designers sell your own t-shirts okay Okay, yeah. good idea. I feel like there was a time, maybe a few years ago, where that was very popular. There was lots of people like selling uh, t-shirts. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah. I don't yeah. really hear it as much now, but it might be still a thing. But yeah, I do. I definitely remember the few years ago that was definitely. Yeah, let us know popular. if you're if you're making t-shirts out there. Mm. But I imagine, yeah. But to be honest, actually, at the same time, I imagine like in terms of like merch, because I imagine they're still, you know, people are still producing merch, so it must be still a thing. Mm. So yeah, that's an interesting one. And then number seven, offering pet sitting and dog walking services. Yeah, it's a good idea if you're a pet lover. Yeah. I had a colleague that used to do that as well in terms of the pet sitting. So she used to do like cat sitting. So for example, if you're like working from home, so she would then go and do cat sitting, so like multitasking, so cat sitting while she's, you know, while she's working from home, which is which is quite useful as well, which is because I suppose with cats, they are less, less maintenance. You just, I suppose, just give them some water or give them some 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 food and you know they pretty much entertain themselves so that might be quite a good one for people that are cat lovers or people that are pet lovers might be quite quite a good one for some extra cash mm-hmm. number eight was become a rideshare driver so yeah. i guess that's like uber yeah uber bolts bolts yeah good idea yeah i imagine it's super competitive at the moment you know with you know, so many of the drivers out there but yeah I've, i had a friend that was doing that as well so yeah, definitely um, a way of earning some extra extra income, mm-hmm. as we know. So number nine, deliver groceries and other items. So this will be more like delivery, so with a bank, bike riding and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good idea, especially, you know, you can. I think you can choose your hours and choose where you choose your location as well. So if you're working, if you have a job, you can, you know, work around your working hours, you know, do a few hours of a shift. I think it's, it's a good idea. Yeah, it's a good side hustle. Mm. And then number 10 is rent out your home or a spare room. I guess you would need to own your home first, <laughs> this one. Not necessarily you need to own your home, but you will need to be able to rent out a room. So it depends on your tenancy agreement if you don't own it. If you're in your tenancy agreement, you're allowed to sublet, then you're able to rent out a room and that's fine. So oh, yeah, okay, I guess, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it's a good way to make some extra income. Also, things like Airbnb, where you either rent out a spare room or you rent out the entire property. I think a lot of people have found that to be useful. Although it's, it's interesting to note that because of some disaster stories, I think Airbnb have clamped down on a lot of their rules. So, for example, I know in the past um, you could just sort of rent out your Airbnb to whoever you wanted to for as long as you wanted to. I think now um, parties are forbidden, I believe, in almost all properties. And therefore, a lot of people that host Airbnb are very strict in terms of how many people are choosing to stay, how long you stay for you know, what what you'll be doing, etc. So... Really? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot more rules with regards to Airbnb now. But it's super expensive as well. Yeah, I can imagine it can be quite expensive. Like it's really, yeah, the prices are really shot up. And, you know, they just keep putting like, the cleaning fee and... Yeah, they the add client, extra fees in Extra now. fees and stuff, yeah. So, personally, I found it, yeah. I think as at first consumer. it was quite cheap, it was super useful. But over time, it's, yeah, it just got more and more expensive. So expensive that sometimes it's more expensive. A lot of times, sorry, it's more expensive than just staying in a hotel, to be honest. Right. Which is quite interesting because Airbnb was this rival to a hotel. It was this, oh, it's cheaper. You get the whole property. You know, it's you know, it's like a home away from home. And then now with all the fees, et cetera, and the rules, yeah. maybe it seems a bit more restrictive. Yeah, more restrictive, more hassle. 
more expensive. And also, hotels tend to be in like really good locations. That's like true. you can get, you can get most of the time you can get like hotels like maybe right outside the station or something like that with excellent transport links. Whereas Airbnbs tend to be like, you know, maybe yeah, in the city. Yeah, I've heard some disaster stories as well, nightmare stories, shall I say. Really? Yeah. So like you said, with hotels, they tend to be very brightly lit, 24-7, you know, receptionist or concierge, security, mm. you know, good central location, very easy to get to. Um, I've heard some, uh, or I heard one funny story where someone was saying that the key to get into their Airbnb was they had to, they called the person who hosted the Airbnb and they were told they have to, they had to find a blue bike and that there would be a key attached to a blue bike somewhere on the street <laughs> so they ended up having to walk up and down the street for half an hour trying to find this blue bike which is just absolutely ridiculous a bike yeah a, bi- a bicycle yeah this was in the middle of the night they had to walk up and down the street to find this blue bike where they could locate a key That's to get bizarre. to the property yeah it got worse from there but but yeah it was um yeah just the sort of experience you wouldn't expect at something like a hotel no. but yeah of course that's a that's a you know worst case scenario but um yeah it's just to sh- just to show that you know before Airbnb seems so much better than hotels but now I guess you have to weigh it up you got to do your due diligence as well so yeah um do you have any honorable mentions so honorable mentions let's have a look uh, so one is start a blog or newsletter mm-hmm so blogging, yeah, has been popular for like a long time um, in the days of WordPress and so on back in the day. Um, it seems to be quite searchable as well in terms of the internet. Like this like this blog has come from, from a blog post on Shopify. In terms of newsletter, I've heard of uh, several companies making, you know, tens of millions of pounds. Oh, from, really? Yeah, 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 from newsletters. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Or oh, is this... that sponsored posts within the newsletter or...? Yeah, so uh, uh, sponsored posts within the news, not sponsored like adverts within the newsletter, mm. but then also I think it was like uh, like so they were like kind of doing um like journalism as well, so it became like yeah, um like super popular. So they were able to get like a massive like reader base. But yeah, it was, I think it's mainly from ads is is running the interesting. Yeah, yeah. So there are some newsletters out there that are making that have made millions that sold for millions. If I find it, I'll maybe make a post on it on the business key pod uh, instagram page but mm-hmm. yeah there's definitely very lucrative newsletters out there so that's an interesting one another honorable mention is uh, participate in paid online surveys so con- are you kidding me hmm? are you kidding me i'm not sure they're that great oh really why um you'd have to do like hundreds to get like a few pounds oh really yeah. oh, is it really low okay I didn't I know that I think so yeah okay, I wouldn't really say that's the best okay well, I mean if, 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 you, if anyone out there has made a lucrative side hustle from surveys let us know <laughs> but I think generally speaking what, what kind of what is it like under was it like what like 10 quid or something or is it yeah I think you have to do hundreds to get really maybe like hundreds. 10 pounds okay well, yeah okay, that's probably not a good use of time then yeah the other honourable mention would be resell used or vintage goods so there is that app vinted isn't there and i think there's i think boohoo was doing something as well some kind of marketplace with india i think i know so one of my former colleagues used to go to car boot sales and pick up a lot of items and then resell that on ebay so yeah i think it is a good side hustle i think it, it might be a bit time consuming if you're not selling items you already own then there's going to be some effort in terms of looking out for good items that are sellable and also they might not be the same type of item each time. 
So that might pose some challenges, but I think it could be a good side hustle. Also, one thing we didn't mention was um, this uh, Amazon FBA people talk about or Amazon selling, affiliate selling. Oh, dropshipping and stuff. And dropshipping okay. as well. Yeah, that's what that is. That's, that was on the list, yeah. But that's that's on something that people mentioned. mention. Yeah. So, so yeah, so as we said, we'll drop the uh, full list on our socials to make sure you have a look at that. Um, but let us know if you've partaked in any of these uh, side hustles and if so, how you found them. Hopefully this is, you know, finds a way for you guys to make a bit of extra money um, for 2024. Yeah, it sounds very good. Very timely as well. The year just comes. So yeah. yeah, if it can, you know, if it helps you guys, that'll be, that'd be great. Also, just one thing to note. So for those listeners in the UK, um, our tax authority, HMRC, have announced that a lot of these companies where you might sign up to, sign up with in order to help with your side hustle, will now have to share data in terms of who's making money on their websites. So for example, Airbnb, Vinted, eBay, will now have to share this data. So that's one thing to watch out for. And we're looking to touch upon this in a future podcast. So make sure you're subscribed to our podcast so that when we touch upon it and other things like that, you're first to listen. Yeah, sounds really good. So thank you guys for listening. Do follow us on Instagram, Business Key Pod, and also on TikTok at Business Key Pod. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.